0: passages seventy six through eighty of reflections on the formation and distribution of wealth by m robert jacques turgot translated by nicholas de condorcet this librivox recording is in the public domain seventy six the rate of interest ought to be fixed as the price of every other merchandise by the course of trade alone i have already said that the price of money borrowed is regulated like the price of all other merchandise by the proportion of the money at market with the demand for it thus when there are many borrowers who are in want of money the interest of money rises when there are many possessors who are ready to lend it falls it is therefore an error to believe that the interest of money in trade ought to be fixed by the laws of princes it has a current price fixed like that of all other merchandise the price varies a little according to the greater or less security which the lender has but on equal security he ought to raise and fall his price in proportion to the abundance of the demand and the law no more ought to fix the interest of money than it ought to regulate the price of any other merchandises which have a currency in trade 77 money has in commerce two different valuations one expresses the quantity of money or silver we give to procure different sorts of commodities the other expresses the relation a sum of money has to the interest it will procure in the course of trade it seems by this explanation of the manner in which money is either sold or lent for an annual interest that there are two ways of valuing money in commerce in buying and selling a certain weight of silver represents a certain quantity of labor or of merchandise of every species for example one ounce of silver is equal to a certain quantity of corn or to the labor of a man for a certain number of days In lending and in the commerce of money, a capital is the equivalent of an equal rent to a determinate portion of that capital, and reciprocally an annual rent represents a capital equal to the amount of that rent repeated a certain number of times, according as interest is at a higher or lower rate. 78. These two valuations are independent of each other and are governed by quite different principles these two different methods of fixing a value have much less connection and depend much less on each other than we should be tempted to believe at first sight money may be very common in ordinary commerce may hold a very low value answer to a very small quantity of commodities and the interest of money may at the same time be very high i will suppose there are one million ounces of silver in actual circulation in commerce and that an ounce of silver is given in the market for a bushel of corn i will suppose that there is brought into the country in some manner or other another million of ounces of silver and this augmentation is distributed to every one in the same proportion as the first million so that he who had before two ounces now has four the silver considered as a quantity of metal will certainly diminish in price or which is the same thing commodities will be purchased dearer and it becomes necessary in order to procure the same measure of corn which he had before with one ounce of silver to give more silver perhaps two ounces instead of one but it does not by any means follow from thence that the interest of money falls if all this money is carried to market and employed in the current expenses of those who possess it as it is supposed the first million of ounces of silver was for the interest of money falls only when there is a greater quantity of money to be lent in proportion to the wants of the borrowers than there was before now the silver which is carried to market is not to be lent it is money which is hoarded up which forms the accumulated capital for lending. And the augmentation of the money in the market, or the diminution of its price in comparison with commodities in the ordinary course of trade, are very far from causing infallibly, or by a necessary consequence, a decrease in the interest of money. On the contrary, it may happen that the cause which augments the quantity of money in the market, and which consequently increases the price of other commodities by lowering the value of silver is precisely the same cause which augments the hire of money or the rate of interest in effect i will suppose for a moment that all the rich people in a country instead of saving from their revenue or from their annual profits shall expend the whole that not satisfied with expending their whole revenue they dissipate a part of their capital. That a man who has a hundred thousand livres in money, instead of employing them in a profitable manner or lending them, consumes them by degrees in foolish expenses. It is apparent that on one side there will be more silver employed in common circulation to satisfy the wants and humors of each individual, and that consequently its value will be lowered on the other hand there will certainly be less money to be lent and as many people will in this situation of things ruin themselves there will clearly be more borrowers the interest of money will consequently augment while the money itself will become more plenty in circulation and the value of it will fall precisely by the same cause we shall no longer be surprised at this apparent inconsistency if we consider that the money brought into the market for the purchase of corn is that which is daily circulated to procure the necessaries of life but that which is offered to be lent on interest is what is actually drawn out of that circulation to be laid by and accumulated into a capital seventy nine in comparing the value of money with that of commodities we consider silver as a metal which is an object of commerce in estimating the interest of money we attend to the use of it during a determinate time in the market a measure of corn is purchased with a certain weight of silver or a quantity of silver is bought with a certain commodity it is this quantity which is valued and compared with the value of other commodities in a alone upon interest the object of the valuation is the use of a certain quantity of property during a certain time it is in this case no longer a mass of silver compared with a quantity of corn but it is a portion of effects compared with a certain portion of the same which has become the customary price of that mass for a certain time Let 20,000 ounces of silver be an equivalent in the market for 20,000 measures of corn, or only for 10,000. The use of those 20,000 ounces of silver for a year is not worth less on a loan than the twentieth part of the principal sum, or 1,000 ounces of silver, if interest is at 5%. 80 the price of interest depends immediately on the proportion of the demand of the borrowers with the offer of the lenders and this proportion depends principally on the quantity of personal property accumulated by an excess of revenue and of the annual produce to form capitals whether these capitals exist in money or in any other kind of effects having a value in commerce the price of silver in circulation has no influence but with respect to the quantity of this metal employed in common circulation but the rate of interest is governed by the quantity of property accumulated and laid by to form a capital it is indifferent whether this property is in metal or other effects provided these effects are easily convertible into money It is far from being the case that the mass of metal existing in a state is as large as the amount of the property lent on interest in the course of a year. But all the capitals and furniture, merchandise, tools, and cattle supply the place of silver and represent it. A paper signed by a man who is known to be worth 100,000 livres and who promises to pay 100 marks in a certain time is worth that sum the whole property of the man who has signed this note is answerable for the payment of it and whatever the nature of these effects consists provided they are in value one hundred thousand livres it is not therefore the quantity of silver existing as merchandise which causes the rate of interest to rise or fall or which brings more money in the market to be lent it is only the capitals existing in commerce that is to say the actual value of personal property of every kind accumulated successively saved out of the revenues and profits to be employed by the possessors to procure them new revenues and new profits it is these accumulated savings which are offered to the borrowers and the more there are of them the lower the interest of money will be at least if the number of borrowers is not augmented in proportion End of passages 76 through 80